A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, a whole lot of stories were told. Seriously, it's hard to keep track of everything in the Star Wars universe. Through films, comic books, TV shows, novels, and much, much more, sorting out what is legend, what is canon, and which stories are told from a certain point of view can be a bit tough. We're here to help you sort through that mess and to stay up to date with what's going on in the galaxy. So sit tight, strap in, grab your favorite co-pilot if you want to, and get ready to make the jump to light speed. Ladies, gentlemen, Wookiees of all ages, these are the Holocron Chronicles. Hello there, and welcome to <laughs> the Holocron Chronicles. Starting a new opening. I don't know why I just tried that for the first time, but guess what? This is episode 16. We're having some fun. My name's Mark, aka The Canardian. I'm joined by the best co-pilot in all the galaxy, Mr. Charlie Carden. How you doing today, Charlie? I'm, I'm blushing with that compliment. I don't even really know what to say. So it's like, thanks? You're well. No, it feels good. Good, good, good. <laughs> and, uh, and we are joined by a very special guest, our first guest across the pond our first uh real like non-north american guest uh we're joined by chloe aka fenrem how you doing chloe i'm very good thank you this is crazy yeah i'm i'm honored to be your first brits let alone first non-american so yeah that's great (laughs) not non 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 north american because you know mark is a dirty canadian but we still love him um, yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> but you know, Mark lives so far to the the north and the east in Canada. It's almost like he lives on Mars. You know, he lives in Atlantis. He fights sea monsters. I mean, it's a whole scene up there on on Cape Breton Island, without a doubt. That that is accurate. I, I can I can almost see um, see England. I'm sure from if I, if I stood on the coast. Uh, oh, I'm getting, like, it, like Sarah Palin being able wait, to see Russia yeah. from her house. That's yeah. it. <laughs> uh but yeah so we're we're super happy to have you on the show um and and we're recording this early we're recording it through the week so it's uh it's coming out a little differently we're going to structure this show a bit differently but we'll we'll get to that when we get to it uh first i'd like you to introduce yourself and uh, give people a little bit of history about you so so first off i guess introduce yourself and like where people can find you on the internet and then i'm going to grill you on some star wars questions Oh, so much pressure. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, so my name's Chloe, as we said, but um, my TikTok handle is uh Femren. Um, I basically started TikTok in October 2020. Um. It got me out of a bad mental health patch. Um, I actually got into Star Wars only a year ago in wow. lockdown. Wow. So, yeah, I'm a very new baby in the Star Wars universe, I guess. But, um, yeah, since then, I actually just hit 28K on um, TikTok like an hour ago. Amazing. So, Congrats. Um, Fantastic. <laughs> thank nice you. work. So, yeah, check me out on there. I also have my Instagram links there. It's femrend again, I think. Yeah, it is. So. Um, those are my main two social platforms. I don't have like Snapchat or anything like that because I'm too old. Like oh. <laughs> uh, us too, <laughs> promise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Instagram and uh, TikTok, the main one, is where most people know me from. So yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Well, uh, speaking of where you can find you, my dog, I'm just going to let her go in the background there. Uh, hopefully she won't go too crazy. Uh, but you can find us at uh, secretfriendsunite.com. I'm going to give a little plug for that before we get into your Star Wars history. Uh, we're, we're always looking for contributors. We're, we're putting more written content up on the website. So uh, let us know if you want to contribute. We also have a new Discord server uh, that we're, we're growing and getting a whole bunch of stuff. So any one of the shows, video games, Star Wars, Star Trek, 
general geeky stuff. If you're interested, the discord link is on the website and in the show notes. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have some changes coming to the combo feed of all the secret friends unite shows. Uh, that's switching over the, the host. So if you're listening to this on the combo feed, uh, pay attention to that feed. There might be some changes. We'll let everyone know, but definitely follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, wherever you want to follow us uh, to keep up with the latest news. So you don't miss anything when we switch that over to the website feed, just like all the solo shows are switched over to the website. With that out of the way, uh, you said you were just introduced to Star Wars one year ago. Yeah. Let let us know how that happened. We always, any new guests, we always say, what was your intro to Star Wars? Uh, you, yeah, break it down. You gave us a little, a little tease at that. What's, uh, how did you get into Star Wars just a year ago? Do you know what? It's, it's really weird because um, I have, I um, tend to hyperfixate on a lot of things. So um, just before it was Star Wars, I was obsessed with like the It franchise, both It movies, It Chapter One. It, like cool. um, I've always, being a Doctor Who fan, I grew up with Doctor Who. A lot of kids in the UK did, um, and um, yeah, so I've always been into like sci-fi, weird sort of stuff. But um, Star Wars, I think being a girl, it's kind of like your parents don't really expect you to like it. Just on the, in the era I grew up in, you know, your parents won't show a, a, a their daughter Star Wars because they wouldn't expect it to be their sort of thing. That's kind of like the era I grew up in anyway in like my household so yeah I never grew up with it and stuff so um yeah it was locked down and I was seeing a lot about um the sequels and whatnot and I was like oh, okay let's let's give it a go like I wasn't expecting to I was expecting to like it but not be fussed and then this happened <laughs> so yeah I really liked it clearly instantly um, yeah instantly hooked I was just like oh my god okay i see the hype now and um yeah so that was kind of my introduction that's awesome uh have you gone and watched everything or are you just kind of sticking to the newer stuff so i i'm a big fan of all the films um this is what i say when people ask me what my favorite film is i don't like to say i don't really have a favorite because i don't know just Especially on my platform, if you say you have a favorite, it starts fights and gatekeepers yeah. and all that. Right. Like, I have a favorite in each trilogy, I would say, but um, um, I can't remember. What, oh, no, now I remember where I was going with that. <laughs> and then I love Mandalorian. I think Mandalorian is probably one of my favorite sort of areas of Star Wars. I'm not so into the more animated stuff like Clone Wars and stuff, but... Yeah, I, I I watch kind of what I'm drawn to, but I'm not completely completely clued up on every single bit of it, you know. The yeah. uh, the animated stuff's definitely hit or miss, and we've talked about mm-hmm. so much on this show about like you know even even the Bad Batch, and there's some episodes that like you know a lot of episodes that Charlie's been like nah skip, and I've been like yeah I'm, I'm hoping yeah. I hope that it gets good, and this last episode was good. We're, we'll talk about that in a bit, but totally. Um, yeah it's it's uh i hate gatekeeping so as soon as you mentioned that i was like grr uh we we there's none of that here charlie and i have basically been star wars fans since we were born uh i think i talked about it either an episode ago or or two ago um that you know like i i remember even before i saw the movies i had like star wars toothbrushes and stuff like it was just everywhere right like it was the the insidious merchandising just creeping in getting at you so yeah, it's it's one of those things that's just always been there. But like, I if if when I hear like someone wants to get into Star Wars, I'm like, awesome, yes. I uh, like there, there's uh, any of that kind of gatekeeping bullshit is like that is that is so not what we're about here. It, yeah, yeah, it's it's absurd the concept of it. You know, don't don't yuck on my love. You know, mm-hmm. I love this thing. Why why does it why why does any of this have to be? negativity you know i got my perspective we had a a great uh, guest with palpamines in our last episode where he was i was talking about this with todd octra who's our our, another one of our shared hosts on this network um i said it was fascinating to me to have someone who grew up in the time of the sequel trilogy uh when he was very young and and then says i no excuse me grew up in the time of the prequel trilogy and now says my preference is the sequel trilogy. First person I've ever met. I was also chagrined to find out that he's like three weeks younger than my oldest son, he, who was about to turn <laughs> 21. So I was like, 
Oh I'm my 22, God. So. I was just going to say, oh. Chloe, Chloe's 22, <laughs> Charlie, so just oh don't even God. start pulling at that string. Oh, Your sweater's going to fall apart. Sorry for being young. It's okay. And it's, it's not like I think I look young, but I'm, I'm 45, almost <laughs> and a half. <laughs> right. Okay. That's. I, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> you know what? It, it could smart. be much worse. Smart, it smart. could be much worse. Yeah. 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 I always make fun of Charlie and Todd because uh, like I do a, a video game podcast with Todd and he's always talking about the games he played when he was in like university. And I was like, that's what I was playing when I was five. Like that's oh like, and it's like, hilarious 10, like that probably 10 because it's university yeah. because even though the place that Todd and I, the other hosts were best friends from university, which we call college. Oh, college. States, right, yeah, whatever. Yes. Yeah. But it was funny you say university because it's not Michigan state college though. It was in, in the U S when a, a college gets to be of a certain size, it becomes a university. So oh. I don't know where we got stuck as, you know, as a, as a country saying that wrong, but I digress. Uh, so <laughs> Chloe, you, you said you have a favorite in each trilogy. Can oh, I, God, can I, Pick your brain for that, or do you want to avoid the the favoritism altogether? Oh, well, that's hard one. That's a hard one. Do you know what? <laughs> um, <thing laughs> Put you on the spot. Yeah. Um, if we talk about trilogies, I agree with um, your last guest because the prequels are probably my least favorite. I mean, I don't like to say least favorite, but they're the ones that I connect to the least. Um, but I still love them. See, this is the thing. When you're talking about what you like and what you don't like, it's better to say, oh, um, you know, I like all of them, but they're not as they all I didn't connect to them as much as so and so. So you you don't look like you're going, oh, I hate this. I hate that. I hate that. You know, Um <laughs> Um, but a favorite in each one. God, I did say that, didn't I? <laughs> if we're going for the if going for the sequels, um, this is quite a controversial one. But I say the Last Jedi, and most people hate the Last Jedi this purely is true. because um, of like what they did to Luke in it and stuff like that. But if you look aside from that. I think because I didn't grow up with it, I don't have like a clear, what's the word, connection to Luke. So I wasn't like that fussed what he did, they did to him. But I love mm. how different it is. It seems like it's going somewhere and things like that. So yeah, the last and the throne room scene. I yeah. love the throne room scene. So it sounds like in a lot of ways without preconceptions oh luke should be this or i read all of these books in the extended universe which is now decanonized and i think that he should have done this and he married Mary jade and he had these kids or he had a son and blah blah blah. so free of all of that baggage you can embrace it for like you said is the trilogy is the, the franchise is going this way and now it's over here and mm. now it might steer back and it's over here so true exactly. storytelling has to follow a narrative i think in some ways that is unpredictable or i think it can detract from the enjoyment of it so i i appreciate much like when we were talking with palpamines last time uh, a disparate perspective where you're looking at something not through the lens of someone like me the first film that i ever saw was the empire strikes back in the theater in 1980 when i was four <laughs> years old with my dad and my brother and so it started like that for me and so yes i i, I then carry with me all the baggage of moving through like having that those three films be my childhood. So I, mm. I get it. And I appreciate, I appreciate an alternate perspective. It doesn't, it doesn't shock, terrify, or destroy my ideas of what my life is, which is what you get from so many of these neckbeards online. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah. I mean, this is digressing a bit, but it, I noticed it literally happens in any big franchise. Like, as I said, I grew up loving Doctor Who when they introduced Joe, Jodie, Jodie Whittaker, right? Yes, Doctor. I was so happy because you know, for women especially, and I know we're going to get onto this, but um, to be grow to growing up into like sci-fi and things, and not to have that main character. Yeah, like Leia was a really good character, but I, I don't know, she wasn't like that number one like mm -hmm. main character. That's the word. And right. so when Jodie became the Doctor, I was obsessed, mainly because I have a little crush on her as well. But um, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> yeah, but um, 
it's so it was so good for me and everyone absolutely slated her there was so much hate and it's all because of nostalgia people love this whole sort of nostalgia like we grew up with doctor who being all men they Mm -hmm. can't take change and it's like just get out of your head things change look at things a bit different for once Mm -hmm. you know and and i and i say this absolutely every episode and i I drag star trek back into it but this is a franchise no it's a franchise that ran for 18 years on television from 87 to 05 and they ran themselves into the ground because it was the same type of stories it was the same dynasty at the top okaying the stories and and it just got to be from series after series following through to the same plot line but with a different group of characters in a different setting uh and people got sick of it and in the the show uh, enterprise in 2005 got canceled in its fourth season because people just didn't want to see it anymore there was too much competition out there telling different kinds of stories so there was a seven there was a 12-year gap where there was none of it on television and it came back with a series called star trek discovery which was an enormous departure it was they moved the setting or the filming location and, and the actors from los angeles to toronto Canada. Uh, it was just very different. Like, oh, every once in a while, a character would say a swear. Oh, and it was on a paid paid service that it wasn't on. Uh, you can't watch it for free. People absolutely lost their minds. Oh, it's the worst thing. It's not my Star Trek, whatever it is. I'm like, stop right there. Yeah. Embrace the change. Get out of your head. I think you said it absolutely best. Look at things differently for the fact that if I'm not Mark, I'm not even going to say it because Mark knows what my famous line is about loving seeing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. How long can someone with an open mind see it before it just disgusts them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the same thing. For sure. So yeah. anyway, there, there was my, there was my, my, my standard Star Trek rant for this episode. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's so true though. Like I just think so many people have like such a closed mind and it's just like, maybe this, the sequel trilogy wasn't made for you. It was made for kids growing up nowadays mm-hmm. who want some inspiration. It was, exactly. you know, just think about that for a minute and stuff. Right. But, um, just let them have it. Let them have yeah. it. Let, let people enjoy. I got it. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, boy, we're, we're social commentary all over the place this time. Oh yeah, we've digressed quite a lot, but to um, short story, short answer, you did ask me what my favorites were. Oh, right. Revenge of the Sith. Okay, good choice. Uh, Revenge of the Sith, Empire Strikes Back, and The Last Jedi. All right. Out of the I like it. I like it. We've had we've had guests on here that have said pretty much every single movie, and every single one of them, it's like, unless they're picking Empire, they're basically like, I don't know, this is gonna be, gonna be like a controversial hot take, but like, there's so God. many different choice, and like we've had people say The Last Jedi, we've had people say, Every, like the last Jedi was terrible, and we've had people say the last Jedi was the best, and and mm-hmm. I I liked the last Jedi, but I, I mean I'm a huge Luke fan, and like was that the direction I would go with Luke? Probably not, but like it's the direction we got, and you know we like we got some interesting stuff from that movie, and I, I've said it on on a few different occasions here that like I love. Like you said, you you didn't know where it was going to go. I loved how they just kind of mixed it up and and changed things. So and expect the unexpected, and and they took a lot of parallels. And I've said this before with Empire, you get uh, you know Luke, I am your father, uh, and you get the the exact opposite in the Last Jedi. And I know they changed it later, but like you got the no, you're nobody. Like mm. nobody, right. it doesn't matter who your father is. It doesn't matter. And they kept that going, even with the broom kid at the end, using the force to grab the broom. And it was like, oh, okay, cool. So, you know, Star Wars up to that point was like, the Skywalkers are super special and no one else really matters. And then, you know, they changed it to be like, well, anyone can kind of matter. Like it doesn't really matter yeah. what your last name is or what your lineage is or whatever. Like you could still be a hero. You could still do fantastic things and I, I loved that message so not uh yeah not, i yeah. i agree completely there and um that's kind of what i got from it as well with in the last jedi how um ray didn't have really a last name as well that kind of like improved that point that you don't need to be mm-hmm someone to be awesome but yeah yeah exactly uh so right now we're we're going to 
take a short break. And then Charlie and I, uh, for, for anyone listening, it's just going to flow straight through. Charlie and I are going to talk about the Bad Batch later, and we're just going to stitch it into this episode. So Chloe is uh, sadly going to disappear for this segment. Charlie and I are quickly going to discuss the Bad Batch, and then we'll be right back to talk a little bit more with Chloe. So we, we, uh, we've lost Empress Ren, but, uh, we're, we're back with, uh, <laughs> this is a few days later, but for everyone listening or watching, right. it's going to be instant and we're talking about the bad batch. So, uh, let's, let's just jump right into it and get to episode nine. Uh, so we've got bounty lost, uh, and, and episode 10 is common ground. Uh, so let's, let's start with, uh, with, with episode nine. Um, I liked this one. I thought this one was great. I, I really like too. And, and there was, there was a flip out for me because we had been kind of dragging through several episodes that I just thought were like, I mean, I, I've said it before. I just felt it was like Mando with a less cute kid and, and we weren't, we were, and we weren't breaking any new ground, which is, you know, that's an issue. Um, and, and, and again, you know, again, take taken somewhat with a grain of salt because you got to remember this is a this is a different format. It's animated. The audience is a little bit more, I won't say explicitly, but more implicitly for a younger crowd. Um, but still, in a lot of ways, I think we as fans kind of hold it all to the same standard. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, that we want it all to to be great, and we want all of it to be part of a more comprehensive big picture. Um, you look at a lot of just, Clone yeah. Wars stuff and, and and other animated things. I mean, Batman the animated series, Gargoyles. There's a lot of stuff, uh, even on Disney Plus, that that stands the test of time. That that has been great and animated and safe for kids, but also engaging for adults. So it's it's not out of the realm of possibility to kind of expect that from you know something new from Star Wars. So I, I get it. You're holding it up to uh, to the higher standards of animation. Right, exactly. So, so in this episode, uh, yeah, we've got um, you know the fact that Amiga has been captured, uh, and you know Cad Bane, you know again a great tie-in, a great bounty hunter from mm-hmm. the Clone Wars, uh, is bringing her to meet with a with with a client who it turns out is Tan Wee mm-hmm. from uh, Attack of the Clones. This was be the Kaminoan uh, scientist slash PR person uh, that uh, that Obi Wan met with in uh, on. Uh, Camino when he arrived in episode two. Um, but naturally there's, you know, nothing in star Wars is without complications. So um, Omega uses her. Yeah. She uses her skills to kind of uh, horn swoggle the, uh, the Seth green droid Toto 360 Toto. Is this supposed to be like Toto? Like Toto, we're not in Kansas anymore. It just seems like a, or to do to do 360. Yeah. 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 Doesn't, doesn't, wouldn't surprise me. Uh, if, if Toto was was some sort of reference, yeah. So anyway, right, yeah. inside deal. So so anyway, they get to uh, they get to the rendezvous point, um, but just like uh, yeah, anything else, uh, you know, there's a complication. You know, Fennec Shan shows up, um, but uh, speaking what of Omega, yes, exactly, yeah. So yeah, again, another tie-in, and, and I do appreciate uh, the effort to make kind of a greater uh, palette uh, of you know, connectivity to the greater universe. But yeah, in this, uh, Omega does discover that the reasons that she's uh, wanted is that she's an unmodified Django Fett clone like Boba Fett, and Boba Fett has kind of gone uh, mm-hmm. beyond their purview. But the, the, the Kaminoans want to get their hands on her uh, so that they can preserve their, you know, ace number one product and, and be able to produce uh, as they're, you know, because obviously as they have the Django set the more they produce it the you know they, they end up with more weird variations mm-hmm. and so um you kind of find out kind of why she um why she's so necessary so that's a piece of the puzzle but and there's and, and this episode is, is packed with a lot of great action too which which i love and i think that the, the kind of the physicality of the you know fisticuffs the yeah the the fighting i really enjoyed that piece absolutely yeah it was it was action-packed but also gave a lot of story i think this was uh, for me, one of the the most exciting episodes in a little while. Uh, I love seeing Fennec Shan, even when she's first starting out and she's going up against someone like Cad Bane who says, like, you're out of your element. You're just starting off. 
um, you know, I have more experience, I'm going to kick your ass. And she's like, maybe not. And it just kind of shows how much of a badass she is and kind of where she starts getting a name for herself. And we see that later continue in the Mandalorian and she is a full blown badass by that point. So I kind of, I love that. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I thought this was a great episode. I just, like you said there, it, it hit on all the right notes. I, I thought it was really cool. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah. So in, in, in seeing this, I was uh, I was kind of enthused, um, but and, and I wanted to see where kind of things would go uh, from here. But as we segue into episode ten, I'm getting the feeling that we're getting back in. We're kind of going back into kind of our mission of the week mantra, which I, I have to admit I was not super excited about. In, in episode mm-hmm. Common Ground, where the gang uh, it gets sent out again uh, by Carla from Cheers, who is their 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 <laughs> you know, their bounty boss at this point because they still owe a big debt. Well, mm-hmm. like, That's never going to be paid off. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, but they have to go, you know, so they have to, common ground is that this is a little bit more of the uh, ideological um, conflict with them because they're, they're sent on a paid mission mm-hmm. to pay off their debt to rescue a separatist senator. And of course, they're only weeks or months past being clones where the separatists were the absolute died-in-the-wool enemy. But now, with the war over, and even perhaps with the war not being over, you know they are they are paid. Uh, I was I won't say assassins. They're basically they're paid agents, uh, being paid to do a job, and a job Missionaries. is a job is a job. Yeah, exactly. When you uh, when you own uh, when you owe a debt, which again, their debt is kind of nebulous. It's like, well, what do they owe and for how much? And mm-hmm. so that was talked around, but not really not really you know quantified uh, in this. But uh, anyway, uh, go ahead, please. This one can be yours. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, this, yeah, like you said, this one was kind of going back to that mission of the week, but I like how this was kind of maybe seemingly the end of the, the mission of the week structure because uh, we did right. see, again, them going on a mission, but it was a different kind of mission that that further helps them get out of that kind of clone army mentality. So they were seeing uh, separatist territory. They were seeing different ideologies. They're talking to people who are kind of against the empire and, and maybe some people who see the Republic or the, the empire as kind of the continuation of the Republic, but it's, you know, it's it's totally not. So you're seeing how they're already twisting people's mindsets and and the empire is kind of like, you know, we'll protect you, blah, blah, blah. And some people are buying it. Some people aren't. I really like that kind of uh, structure of this one and, and getting into that ideology. Although I think, kids watching this would probably be a little bit bored but for me i kind of love seeing that side of it and i know like you know for the any prequel fans that are you know like oh you get whatever right like uh like government talk and that kind of stuff but like yeah right yeah it, it, it is kind of interesting to see you know how the empire can kind of put their tentacles in places and you, and you say like you know how how does the empire get so much reach how do they take over a whole galaxy where there still are separatist planets? And, and this is how, uh, and you, you start to see, you know, some infighting within the rest of the batch and, uh, and, and some clashes clashes between them and echo. Uh, I thought that was interesting. And, uh, like I said, this kind of might be the end of the mission of the week kind of things, because while they're off doing that, they left Omega, uh, back with, uh, back at the bar, uh, I guess. Right. And, uh, right. Yeah. Where she, where she, uh, soon comes upon a racket of her own thing. Mm-hmm. Again, Carla from cheers, so, yeah, so, uh, kind of getting her in the mix. And so, yeah, then she becomes a hustler. Is she playing, um, is she playing to Jark? What is it? What is it that she's playing that she, she yeah, the, 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 yeah, the chess, yeah, chess yeah, game. That, uh, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it kind of, it, it shows a couple of different things. Uh, one, uh, you know, it's kind of lighter to see like Sid just kind of let her loose and, and Omega just right. kind of like, you know, jumping into this seedy underbelly, but she's so innocent that she's just like, yeah, I'll play the game. Uh, right. And, and you know, she, again, she just comes across things so innocently and so just naturally. Uh, but you start to see maybe why she's important aside from just having that pure DNA, uh, right. which is she's she's got one hell of a tactical mind she is a natural leader and whether they're kind of 
leaning away from the force sensitivity. Maybe that was kind of like a, Hey, look over here, distraction kind of thing. Yeah, it's, well, a, yeah, it's a red herring, you know, which, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know that I ever necessarily bought that though. It right. was certainly something they could work in, but yeah. why but, not uh, go in a, a different direction? Cause I think that, that you, yeah, you and I have actually talked about like, not everybody has to be a damn Jedi or could be a damn Jedi. You know, mm -hmm. this is a, this is a, it's, it's a vast palette. Why not apply different types of paint to it instead of having just always painting with that same Skywalker Jedi brush. Yeah, Do something absolutely. Different. And uh, so, this, so this was something different, right? It's, it shows her, her tactical advantage, her, her ability to see ahead and kind of see what other people are doing again, could be force sensitivity. It could just be an amazing tactical mind. That's uh, obviously very valuable uh, at the end of one war and maybe the start of another. So uh, very, very interesting there. Uh, but also she pays off the clones debt in full right. while they're off for this so, mission. So they're doing this super dangerous mission and she pays off their entire debt by playing a couple of games of space chess. I loved it. Right. Right. Exactly. And again, the beauty of it that his is that exactly what we're talking about. They're kind of setting the stage to be able to move on and do something else. That's not a bad thing that I like. So I'm wondering now, instead of, uh, you know, uh, uh, force sensitive student of some Jedi school, whether it was, you know, some, some Jedi who escaped order 66 or something or whatever, uh, that we've kind of, or I at least theorized before, I'm wondering if, if she's going to pop up in the book of Boba Fett as an Could aged, be. like bounty hunter type mercenary type freedom fighter kind of thing. That's basically the opposite of Boba. Right. Like that, that could right. be some interesting, uh, some interesting play there where yeah, you're absolutely right. In, in a lot of ways, that could be the purpose of the entirety of the series was to give her character, uh, you know, birth and an arc and then mm -hmm. to, to send her on to bigger things. So that's I did not think about it that way, because, yeah, you're you're then spanning 30, basically over 20, well, 30 years. Yeah, 30 years to the, to the Boba Fett, 30, almost 30 years flat. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, so she would be, you know, exactly she the exact same age. You know, 40, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Obviously, right? I mean, you get right, right. both. She, she, uh, you know, she might not look as grizzled because she wasn't in the right. Sar Sarlacc pit for any amount of time. But uh, you know, she, the the clones by that time, due to advanced aging, might be getting a little. I mean, we right. know Rex was in uh, the, you know, the the Battle of Endor, so we right. know that Grandpa. clones can yeah, still clone, exist, right. you know, at that point. So, you know, it'd be kind of interesting to see her and Hunter or her and, and Wrecker or someone like that kind of right. still traipsing around the galaxy. And it'd be interesting also to see how they do that, which right. is, you know, because, uh, you know, the clones should all kind of look like Boba Fett. So do you get him to play multiple right. characters or do you get kind of like a CG face I, I, on like a bigger dude or something? I don't want to see them slap, you know, a CGI face on a, a on a, you know, CGI up his body. You kind of have to for record. I don't want to say it. Well, I thought you say for Omega. I don't want to see him. As oh no, 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 no. I think yo, no, scene. just different casting, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I was thinking for like record or someone like. How do you get you know uh, that that kind of thing? But uh, but I think that I, I really st I'm starting to think that this is an interesting setup for Book of Boba Fett, uh, where oh. whether she's playing. I'll say an antagonist to his protagonist, or maybe the protagonist to his antagonist. I don't know how they're going to go with it, but I, you know, I'm, I'm starting to see some connective threads and uh, that, that could be very interesting. Right. Absolutely. So, well, cool. Um, well, yeah, that'll about do it. So yeah, the next time we talk, we'll be able to cover the next couple episodes and, and we'll see if our predictions that we're going to wind in a different direction will, will pan mm -hmm. out. So we'll see what happens then. Back to the regular episode. All right, so we're back with Chloe, and we're going to be talking a little bit more about the stuff that matters to you, not just uh, the movies and, and that kind of stuff, but like, you know, the, the stuff that, you know, simply some people, a lot of people just watch Star Wars and they just, that that's kind of it, right? And then some of us choose to do content and podcasts and cosplay and everything else. Uh, so you you got very into into cosplay. Your your channels are are a lot of uh, you know very cool 
I'll say, I'll, and it was it was hard for me to invite you on here because it's very Sith themed. You're very red, you know, Ren. You're yeah. very red lightsabers and that kind of stuff. And uh, you know, I did bring my green lightsaber here just in case. I left mine still just, upstairs uh, in the closet. <laughs> just the helmet, though. Hold on. Just in case, uh, you know, things got a little sketchy. But uh, <laughs> you know, how did how did you get into that part of it? Like, what made you kind of start creating content and 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 you know, doing what you do after you saw these movies. Do you know what? This is a, a bit of a strange story, but yeah, I loved Kylo. Um, became obsessed with Adam Driver like a lot of girls do when they found him, but I loved <laughs> Kylo. I felt like this, I, everyone always freaks out when I say this, but I felt like I kind of related to him. Not that like killing his father or anything like that. Hopefully not. Yeah, okay. Yeah, good. That's good. Um, but I felt like he was from a place, he was let down, he was very lonely. That's kind of like the emotions I got from him, you know. He, yeah, he was betrayed, lonely. And like, um, I felt very lonely at that time in my life as well. I just graduated from uni, um, you know, had no real friends around. I was away from my family and stuff. and. Um, so yeah, I really did relate to Kylo's character in that way. Um, and I kind of, <laughs> I didn't justify his actions, but I understood his actions. Um, so <laughs> you can with the crazy. best villains. I, I think the same way about mm-hmm. Loki, right? Like who hasn't yeah, right. felt like, you know, a, a sibling or someone else or, you know, a cousin or someone, a friend, whatever, you know, they get all this attention and like, I'm, I'm good. I'm great. You know, I kind of deserve the yeah. same level of respect or something. And it's like, right. mm-hmm. I kind of like this, you know, like I, I get, that's why I think some, some villains are so much better when they, when they have that three dimensionality to them mm-hmm. that, that you can connect mm-hmm. to and, uh, but, and understand. Yeah. But, by the way, absolutely, uh, episode four of Loki, which I watched first thing. Oh, I still morning. haven't watched it. Still oh, my God. Are, 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 you, are you much of a fan, Chloe? No, I'm never really into Marvel and stuff because it's a bit cheesy for me, like superheroes and stuff. But I, 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 I can't disagree. It's funny you should say that because we're talking cosplay. You know that that if you've looked at any of my stuff, I'm I'm a huge cosplayer, but I used to be part of a group, which I've since left, that was superhero-focused cosplay. And I, I, I tilt away from it because of my love of Star Wars and Star Trek. Star Trek being, I mean, I have 17 different Starfleet uniforms. So I'm I'm obsessed with it, um, but um, but yeah, no, I, I totally get where you're coming from. That show is a lot less. That that show is a lot less capes and cowls and heroes, and it just it actually takes more of a sci-fi bent. So mm-hmm. I'll put that plug out there. It's actually very enjoyable. Oh no, yeah. no, Loki looks incredible, and like I, what I've seen of Loki, like in other films and stuff, he is a character I know I would like and stuff, but. Right. Um, yeah, it takes me a lot to get into a new series or stuff, but I, I think you. I will. Okay, so, glad to hear it. So, let, so back to Kylo, <laughs> you, you felt a connection. Oh, yes. I was like, what were you talking about for? Um, right, that, yes. That's my fault. All right, I'll shut up now. <laughs> that's fine. Um, and uh, I'm very into like makeup and sage makeup and stuff. So one day I was just messing around and I practiced doing Kylo's scar. Um, and I filmed it, put it on TikTok. And I was looking at myself, I was like, I actually make a good, like, female Kylo Ren, a femme, femme Ren. <laughs> and, and that's where that name came from. And I was like, oh, because my hair, you know, matches and stuff. So um, I literally went through my wardrobe, found whatever, um, like, clothes suit Kylo and did my own closet cosplay of Kylo. Um, so yeah, it started with me doing a femme Kylo cosplay, um, and then that kind of just built and built and built, and then the Empress Ren thing, it kind of was, <laughs> Empress Ren was a weird thing, it kind of was just like a, um, one day I was like, right, how do I make this bigger, hmm. and then I came up with this Empress Ren character, and I was like, right, should this be an OC, or should this be like, kylo but just extra and everyone said it should be an oc so then yeah empress ren oc so everyone's like so what are you like the sister and i'm of kylo and i'm like no it's just empress ren is an oc but she just 
is inspired by Kylo mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And with with the the Ren name, I mean, it kind of fits in with the the Knights of Ren, uh, Kylo Ren. And so Empress Ren doesn't have to be genetically or or any way related. It can just be kind of another in that that line. I like that. That's that's very cool. Yeah. You know, I I, I took a page and it's not that exciting. But with uh, with my love of the Rebel Alliance, with my love of X-Wings, I know Mark's kind of in the same place. I did an OC as well. And it was a picture that I that I shared with you uh, over on Instagram uh, of a of a, you know, a high ranking rebel pilot. And and the outfit I cobbled together was simply it was it was Hans blue, a new hope pants. uh, Plus, uh, and I had built a whole backstory around the leather jacket, which came from The Last Jedi. That was Poe Dameron's jacket. And I said, this dude was the original owner of that jacket. And it found its way, it found its way 30 years later to him. But yeah, I I took like a, a, a simple three button red shirt that I got off of Amazon. I used the existing really high end uh, belt that I had for Luke Skywalker. That was the Empire Strikes Back version, uh, which of course comes with the DL44, no scope. So it fit into the, there. And then I used my very venerable Austri- Austrian army boots, which are basically your Star Wars officer boots. Um, Nice. And and thusly, I had a character. I was I'm very, very happy with that. I've not actually had a chance to wear it anywhere, which I've got, I've got to change that. Yeah. Well, this is what I say. People, I get asked quite a bit, like, oh, what advice would you give to someone who's starting cosplay? And I'm like, I'm not the best person to come to. But um, <laughs> I'll, my only bit of advice is you don't need to spend load of money do mm. not break your bank account because closet 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 cosplays that's quite hard to say mm-hmm. closet cosplays um work just as well it worked for me so it could work for anyone i literally it, spent yeah on my first kylo um cosplay outfit i spent two pound i don't know what that converts to in american not or much. canadian dollars but i can figure it out hold on i have a great <laughs> converter on my phone keep talking please i spent two pound on the gloves from a charity shop a thrift shop yeah. um that's all i spent on my first wow. ever version two pounds I, uh, I i almost did a, a roundabout kind of ben kenobi cosplay today i have a, a kind of a long sleeve shirt sweater kind of thing that i was wearing this morning because it was a little chilly but uh, as it became a little warmer and like 99 percent humidity that was quickly shed and uh, for my uh, what what is this rise of skywalker rise shirt skywalker. Right. Um, i i did i did not have a chance yeah. to change into my swag i'm sorry i was running in from an appointment so i'm the i'm the odd duck on this one i just i literally i grabbed the first star wars shirt i could because i was like i am just like 99% humidity I'm roasting. So uh, let's, let's get the yeah, sweater. It's, it's here bad. And, and, it's and, bad. And this currency converter is a piece of crap app. So we'll just say that that was very important. It's not much. I think it's like, yeah, like four it's months. Like you know, and, and you, and you make the point, it's the superhero cosplays that are super expensive because you go on eBay and it's like, I just bought a really great, Captain America stealth suit, which was from the Captain America, the Winter Soldier, my favorite Captain America movie. And the stuff is expensive and buying the shield is expensive. So when it comes to Star Wars, what's really expensive is buying those lightsabers. Mark knows about that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I do. Oh, yes. Yes. Mr. (laughs) Mr. Fancy Pants. I've got two lightsabers, but when I started out, I literally made my own lightsaber. I think it's around it somewhere, but I literally got a stick from the garden painted it red it looks rubbish but <laughs> it works but, awesome. but in photography we even with photoshop and what have you there there are ways to you know, catalog that you know in person that's very different if you're like oh i'm gonna lightsaber fight you can't do it with a stick mm-hmm. i have a quasi fancy one that was from hasbro which makes the star wars figures and is the star wars black series they make some role play items so that's that one and that's the classic ray anakin luke you know, hero saber. So that yeah. one fits for because I have a I have a Luke Skywalker that is the Yavin Four with the yellow jacket, and then I have an old man Han Solo. The hair helps with that. With the Luke, I have a wig, but I'm like, eh. I'm always ipsy daisy on wigs. So I I have done a little bit more spray in hair from time to time because when I dyed my hair, I got roasted by my wife and by my my closest <laughs> female friend. Had to shave my head twice during COVID. Twice. Ooh. Yeah. So never, never oh, again. That's awesome. Uh, so you, we've been talking about original characters and, and you know, it's, it's fun to create original characters. Um, but also, you know, with, with Star Wars, 
sometimes you know you might not find the the female character that you want to cosplay for you was that a problem or an issue that you came across or did you just instantly dive and i I know we wanted to talk about some female representation in star wars so that might be a good way to to factor that in as well um you know and and springboard off of this (laughs) i love ray i absolutely adore ray i absolutely adore daisy ridley and I did, I have done a Dark Ray cosplay um, once or twice. Um, but yeah, there's not many, but I think it's just because I related to Kylo so much. Mm-hmm. I wanted to c- carry on with the Kylo sort of thing. But it's mainly, I mean, there are female characters, yes. But yeah, they don't get the support that um, they right. should do, unfortunately. Right. Do you know what, before this off topic but i was watching like <laughs> a load of daisy ridley funny moments on amazon um, on what's called youtube and i was just dying she's so cute like another female crush of mine but yes totally oh absolutely. my god absolutely absolutely oh, stunning woman so do, stunning. do you think they're they're leaning in a good direction with with having her as the lead of the the sequel trilogy uh we've just heard the the acolyte female showrunner lots of females in the writing room going to be a, a female person of color lead apparently is, is who they're searching for and i don't think they've made any yeah. announcements on that one but that seems to be what they're looking for uh, based on what the showrunner was saying, I think a week or two ago, um, do you think they're leaning to a place that's the, you know, they're they're leaning in a right direction, or do you think they're, um, you know, there's still a ways to go? Uh, they're going in the right direction. Like as I said, growing up um, as a woman, there wasn't many female um, like characters in sci-fi films and tv series and things that i could look up to so you just have to think about it from that point of view the kids growing up nowadays they're gonna it's good that they're gonna have a female role models and um women of color as well role models for them incredible and like it's just and then you know the old older gatekeepers are gonna be like oh it's you know i don't know what's it what would they say like pc gone mad or i don't know yeah (laughs) oh Ruining, ruining my childhood, not yes. my Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Um, if, blah, someone's, blah, blah. if someone's listening and that's how you feel, unsubscribe because this isn't your show. Please, yeah, we're not free. <laughs> no, there is a guy. If I can have a quick, if there, I, I can have a quick aside. Uh, my uh, my other college roommate, John Sear, is his name, and he's one of the original founders of, of our Secret Friends group. Uh, he's a Star Wars figure guy like I am. Uh, and there is a particular website called the Jedi Temple Archives. I'm going to call them right out. This dude's name is Paul Harrison, and he is a Trump-loving, neckbeard, living in his parents' basement, just absolute hater of humanity, has horrible things to say about absolutely anything that is not straight white men. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's absolutely absurd. So every once in a while, and it's funny because John, and again, John and I are super close, he'll say, I've quit Jedi Temple Archives. I can't look at it anymore. And then every like two or three weeks, he'll launch into a conversation. Oh, look at this thing that Paul Harrison just wrote. And it is, it's beyond horrible. I, I just, yeah. I, things that cannot even be repeated for the sure horror of the fact that this is the way this man lives his life. This is really how he feels about things. It's, it's just, it's disgusting. Crazy. It's it disgusting. Yeah. It I, is. It yeah. really is. And um, yeah, I've no words on that. To be honest, yeah. It's just <laughs> I, yeah, um, I, I like I, I named my son after the black lead of of the sequel trilogy, and I thought Finn. that yeah, I loved Finn as a character, especially in uh, in, in. So cute! Thank I'm you. Dying. Thank I love you. He's, Finn he's as well. Adorable. The fact that you named your child after that is so sweet. Yeah, yeah, and and I, I you know, as they progressed, I thought similarly to kind of what they did with with leia in the original trilogy um and even padme to an extent uh they they kind of start sidelining the characters they're set up in the first film like they're going to be kind of a main character and this kind of stuff and the second one they get kind of sidelined you know kind of paired up pushed to the side a little bit kind of as an an extra bit of the story but not quite main and then the third one they're kind of just there and it's like, you know, they're, they're sure there could be a few scenes that it's like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's a bit of a redemption, but it's like, you, like, I wanted to see Finn with a lightsaber. Like it was hinted the whole friggin' time 
that he mm. was force sensitive. And then it was like, yeah, we're just going to leave that unsaid. It's like, you didn't leave anything unsaid about like the white characters. <laughs> like, yeah. Come no, on, man. True. Like, just, just, just do it. Just <laughs> lean into it. And I'm uh, like, I, I say that I like the sequels. I'm not saying that the sequels don't have their issues. Oh, absolutely. Like that, yeah. 100%. But yeah, carry on. <laughs> no, yeah. So, and, and that's, that's it. Like, I can enjoy Star Wars and be very positive and, and we bring a positive spin to Star Wars uh, on this podcast. And that's kind of what we're all about. But, you know, we'll still call out some bullshit or some things that we want mm. to change. And, and that's certainly one of them is uh, female representation, uh, pe- people of color uh, represented. Um, you know, just, just like the universe is big. Uh, you know, we have a lot of diversity on earth. There's a lot more that we could have in the galaxy. Like let's, let's have it. Let's, let's do that. Right. Like, uh, it just so, makes more sense as well. If there's more diversity in the galaxy where there's aliens and all sorts of species. Yeah. So why wouldn't there be a woman? Why wouldn't there be a black person? You know, I don't know. I don't understand. Exactly. Why. Exactly. Oh. Um, so is there anything coming up in Star Wars that you're you're excited for particularly? Um uh the book of Boba Fett. Mm. Yes, and, absolutely. And if they're going to do a Mando series 3, which I reckon they have to cuz they haven't milked enough money out of Grogu yet. No. Oh, I, yeah, I, exactly. I, uh, keep keep stretching. I I believe yeah. I believe that one's confirmed and I could I could certainly I think so. the internet I'm pretty to sure. look for it, but uh, I'm pretty certain that that those are the two um, uh, live action productions that, that are in motion right now with yeah. obviously a, a slate of other ones that, you know, there was back on, was it in December or early Something January that like they that, rolled yeah. out? Like here's nine productions. One of which so is kind of uh, got the, yeah, the, so the kaput. The Rangers. And we talked about that last time. That's, that's right. A, a hiatus or maybe semi canceled. Uh, right. Boba Fett, semi canceled Mando three, uh, Cassian Andor is getting his own yep. series. Um, Oh, what was it? The, the uh, Ahsoka Acolyte. Um, I think Obi-Wan. that covers most of them. And then the, the Obi Wan uh, show, yeah. which was which I think was confirmed before um, that like oh. slate of stuff in January. But um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm super excited for Obi Wan. But um, right. man, yeah, they're they're doing a lot with with shows. Where do you where do you hope they go with the the next movies, or do you hope they kind of stick to shows? Like, do you, I I thought I love the amount of time that they can give stuff and like the, you know, Mandalorian and that kind of thing. Like mm. when they have so much more time for character development, you don't get characters that are kind of sidelined. Like, you know, well, I mean, you still could, but like, you know, hopefully everyone has their own little time to shine. So do you, do you like the series or do you want them to come back on the big screen and, and blow something up? Um, I like the series. It just seems like it's what everyone's doing at the minute, like Marvel with Loki. And I don't know if it's because of the um, Netflix do series and things, if Disney Plus wanted to sort of capitalize on that, if they're try- just trying to copy Netflix in that sort of way. But it seems like just everything's turning into a series, which I'm not mad at, but I just hope they don't cut films completely mm. because, I, I mean, I don't know what they would do because obviously the Skywalker... Um, saga was like ended but I we, we we hope so we hope they don't try to drum it up and find some other you know actually yeah. to, to let it have a satisfactory conclusion I no I'm, I'm gonna disagree with you on there i want ray and finn as the next generation of jedi i just like even if it's just a, i don't care if it's a series sure. comic book novel the, yeah, the ca- whatever the i just want to see finn with a yeah. lightsaber <laughs> no the, the characters i agree and if you want to see finn with a lightsaber watch the lego holiday i've watched it but it's not canon i need a canon I know, I know. with a lightsaber we are, we are absolutely all about canon on the show yeah. hands down that is, sure. that is our mantra that's the thing i don't think like i can't speak for them but i don't think um like John Boyega or Daisy Ridley would want to come back because of the way they were treated. Yeah, and um, that is the, hard to argue with. The, very yeah. the last thing I read from John Boyega specifically, I don't know about Daisy Ridley or anyone else. He, he said he would return if the story was right. And I think he's, he's been very outspoken about his treatment and the, the treatment of, of other, you know, like Rose and, and, you know, other characters and stuff like that. And, but he, he said uh, he'd even come back for JJ. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy was one that he called out as like, I'd come back for her. Um, but as long as kind of the story and the the direction. But I think 
um, they they learn from the sequels. I think they they learn their lesson. And and J.J. Abrams just kind of came out and said like, yeah, maybe we should have had like a beginning, middle, and an end like overarching kind of story thought of before we started filming something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think could be it, it. It sounds like John Boyega was like you know maybe kind of agreeing with that like you know give me a good story show me where you're going with this so that no mm-hmm. one's going to get sidelined halfway right. through the second movie or something like that so um beginning middle and end a, a, a I, three act a three act story in three films or or even a yeah. three act story in one film but just make it something that you're not like yeah you don't know where um, you're going so of course yeah like you said we can't really speak for those people but i i just read that maybe a week or two ago so it sounds like he's still kind of open which is which is giving me hope but uh like i said even if they continued that in comics or some form where you can use the likenesses but not the actors then you know i'd be happy and then you know the patty jenkins uh movie is um like the the rogue squadron or whatever that is that that's happening like after the sequels. So we're, we are moving up in the timeline. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see where they go from there. Um, One thing I would like to see as a series would be like a Ben solo series or something to Mm -hmm. see what Ben was like training and stuff. But again, I don't think Adam Driver would come back. I think he hates the sequels right. and like everything. They're, they're all they're all appropriately scared off. They did yeah. cover a, a tiny portion of that in a in a comic miniseries, but again, comics in general, fans of big genres like this, Star Trek is the same, and even Doctor Who because there mm-hmm. there are Doctor Who comics out there to beat the band are very niche uh, niche, and so. Uh, and, and are rarely canon, though in Star Wars they are, but I think they're one of the few that uh, that simply a, a live action or even an animated production can go back and say, okay, well, the story of, like, uh, o- uh, Ochi of Bastoon right now is, I think, being set up in the current Darth Vader comic. Mark, yep. tell me if I'm correct. But for me, not having really scrutinized the uh, the Rise of Skywalker, I was like, this character seems familiar for some reason. And Mark <laughs> and I were talking, he was like, yeah, Moran, he was in the, he was a, a, a featured part of the story of the Rise of Skywalker. I'm like, the dude with the dagger. I'm gonna have to go, I have to go back and watch that. You know, the guy with the dagger oh, that made no sense. Yeah, they, uh, maybe uh, maybe I chose to omit it from my headcanon for that exact reason because it was it seems somewhat obsequious. We created so, yes, the I, I, I don't disagree. Before the the thing crashed and and somehow knew <laughs> crash, it was going to be exactly cra- set up to make that thing. Yeah. to crash the Let's thing into the other thing, yep, just like the Lego that's, movie, right? Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, so, <laughs> so I don't want to take up too much of your time, Chloe. So before we we start wrapping up, another thing that you talk about on your your with, with your videos with uh, another thing that you're very um upfront and and open about is uh is your mental health awareness uh why why is that important and how do you tie that into star wars okay so um as i said the tiktok got me out of a bad mental health patch when i just left uni and stuff like that um so it means a lot to me and I'm still wavering. I'm still on medication. I've had to go back into therapy twice. Um, yeah, t- twice, like after the first time. So it is a constant thing for me. And it's just, it's just not really uh, discussed enough. It is discussed a lot more nowadays, but I mm-hmm. say like, you see, well, in the UK, we have this um, campaign on TV right now, and um, it's all the celebrities talking and saying, oh, yeah, we need to speak more. And, like, they kind of leave it as that, and they don't really go into what about and why you should speak more and things like that. And it's just, it's just I think there just needs to be more discussion about it and how important it is, um, yeah, particularly for me. And my aim... It doesn't really relate into Star Wars, but right. because I have a platform, right. my aim is to get to a place um, where I can be a mental health ambassador, do talks um, at Comic-Cons or whatever to people, because, you know, everyone is strugg- can struggle. Everyone can have these issues, and it's important to talk about. So, yeah, it doesn't necessarily relate to... Ben Wren, my character, or Star Wars, but it does relate because everyone has these issues. Everyone, you know, and and I will go so far as to say, and uh, and again, if you don't agree with what I'm talking about, this is not the channel for you, but, uh, you know, there is... uh, 
obviously a direct uh, causality, I think, in the United States with lack of mental health services and the rash of shootings that we have in this country. It's completely out of control. Mm -hmm. um, and it has a lot to do with not, oh, we have, a, I think gun control is an important issue, but the real issue is who's behind the gun who's doing this shooting. It's people yeah. that have mental health issues that are being untreated because there's a stigma, because there's a this, because there's not funding. That That's exactly, people with platforms speak out, get people yeah. help, make sure that we don't have people who are homeless or dangerous because they can get their hands on a gun and and, and, and affect this kind of carnage. That That's my approach. And again, you know, I was raised very safely learning how to handle guns because my dad is a hunter and I, I was, I shot my first pistol when I was probably four years old. I, however, don't own a gun because it's not an interest of mine. Um, but mm -hmm. I do know, I do understand the power. I do understand uh, everything that comes with it. So I, I understand where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. So See, good, that for sounds you, good for you. Crazy to me. I know, me too. Because we don't <laughs> have guns here. Yeah, even, <laughs> even just across the border, like, the guns aren't I know. That prevalent. I know. And, <laughs> and it's, which, which, which is why yeah. I don't think I haven't. Uh, thought about popping over uh, <laughs> there and staying put to either one of those places. So I totally get you. So, I, well, yeah. yeah, mental health is, I would say, I mean, I don't know, but it seems to be a bit better in the UK than it is in America, but we are still underfunded, you know, and things like that. So yeah, I my main goal is to build my platform to a place where I can go do talks at comic-con stuff that's, that's, the dream. that's fantastic <laughs> fantastic yeah. good for you and you, you said it doesn't quite relate to star wars but i think introducing yourself you you kind of said that it does you know because mm -hmm. the whole like where the character came from and the, the fact that you connected to kylo ren above other characters you know showed mm. um you know where where you were and 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 why uh you know that discussion is is important um, you know, and, and to show that, that you can, it's okay to kind of embrace that dark side, you know, um, yeah. it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's okay to have those, those feelings and, and, and that kind of stuff, but we need to talk about them. Right. It's, it's right. very important. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's, you know, I, I thought a key to the sequels with, uh, you know, Ray feeling abandoned Kylo, um, you know, feeling all this anger and, and, and frustration, um, and, and power and confusion, I suppose, uh, you know, Finn feeling scared and rebellious, but also very hesitant um, and overcoming that, uh, you know, we, we see these themes in, in these characters and you can, you can kind of attach yourself or see yourself in any one of the, the characters that you choose. Um, but I think, you know, the discussion about that past just being like, yeah, that movie was great. They blew something up. Uh, I think that's very yeah. important. So I love that you're doing which, that. Which is, think, which, which is still true. Yeah. We do yeah, love things get blown up. Absolutely. But I think uh, I think what you're doing is, is very important. So thank you. Absolutely. Um, Keep doing it. And I would love I would love to uh, visit the UK someday and go to a Comic-Con uh, and see you speak. That'd be absolutely that'd be spectacular. Awesome. So let, let's let's make that happen. We'll be pulling for yeah, you here. If you're, if you're listening, watching, and you don't know me, Go follow, make it happen, please. Well, I will do. I will. I will do it. I will do it too. Even though I do TikTok, kind of scares me. I have, you know, I have my my closest female friend and her fourteen year old daughter who send me TikToks, and I'm like, okay, I'll. I guess. Aww. <laughs> um, it, Star Wars TikTok's awesome. Uh, there's, there's a few people that I've been trying to reach out for with, uh, that, that do like lightsaber tutorials. I've been learning some new tricks and stuff. Uh, I, I need a new house mm -hmm. with higher ceilings. Cause I almost broke my ceiling the other day, like straight up oh just like, and I was using my small, like the Luke lightsaber behind me. Cause that one's like a foot shorter than my, my big lightsaber. And I still hit the ceiling. I was just like, I, I need to move out. Oh, man. I need a garage <laughs> with like a, a cathedral ceiling or something. Like, let's just buy a there church so I can just swing around. Like, I don't know. Um, you know what, it, just, whatever it takes for you to accomplish your bliss. That's, that's it. Yeah. Amazing. I just want to be able to spin that's a lightsaber in, in reckless abandon. That's not too much to ask. Uh, I mean, you could, you could always go outside, but we don't need to get into that. <laughs> yeah, you know, then the neighbors kind of look okay. at you and stuff. Uh, maybe yeah. I'll just buy a house in the country or something. Um, there you go. So, Chloe, before we wrap up, is there anything else uh, that you'd like to touch on that we we, we didn't so far? Oh, pressure. Um, <laughs> um, I was just, yeah, I, I'm, um, I'm not sure. Okay. I just kind of wanted to 
talk a little bit about how, because, you know, as I said, I was watching a lot of Daisy Ridley stuff today and how she had to leave social media due to the hate she got, as well as Kelly Marie Tran, who plays um, Rose. None of the men did, though. Isn't that funny? Just saying. (laughs) You are 100% on track there. I agree with you. It's a horrible standard. Absolutely horrible standard. It is. And I just want to make sure... I just don't understand um, people who send death threats and stuff like that to other people. If I see, if I'm scrolling through my TikTok for you page and I see something I find is a bit strange or a bit like, what is this? I just scroll. Yeah. You don't need to leave a comment. That's all you need to do. Mm-hmm. I don't why, why ruin the day of another human being? over exactly. anything and a, and a total stranger to boot even if it wasn't uh, why yeah. why do you have to why do you have to engage and be and, and, and you know even on top of oh that why why ruin yours you know if, if you right. don't like something there's a block button there's like you said one flick and you're you're moved on so easy. right it's so it's so easy to 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 not go to the dark side uh, to use right, a Star exactly. reference, it's it's so easy. Stay in the light. Uh, it is, Stay you know, it's it's just, uh, yeah. Again, I will reiterate: there is zero tolerance and no place for that here. So, mm-hmm. if you're listening, you're thinking about joining our Discord, following us on somewhere, don't. You are gonna get you can, some. You can yeah. Discord off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're gonna get. About you're it. gonna get uh, none of that here. No, no toxicity. We're all about uh, ever, ever lifting people up and and finding mm-hmm. the fun in Star Wars. So, but yeah, that's my point. Like, even though my character is a Sith, that she's like on the dark side. She's not a dick, like, you know. <laughs> there, there's a, you know what I have always said, and this is a quote that people know we will know. Charlie has a prime directive to borrow from a Star Trek reference. Number one, don't be a dick. Mm, That's exactly. my rule about literally any human being I will ever meet. Don't care what they look like. Don't care about anything at all, male, female, other skin color. Don't care. Don't be a dick. Just mm. exhibit kindness, and then you you are a, of equal balance in my book with every every other person i know exactly i just femran just is all about the aesthetics of the dark side we're not interested in well that's, yeah well we, i was gonna say we're not interested in killing children i've made that joke a few times <laughs> <laughs> okay great well that that that's much more of an anakin thing but i got yeah <laughs> literally but um yeah i'm all about spreading positivity um yeah being positive, even if you do want to cosplay as a Sith character, you, you could be badass and positive at the same time, you know? Yeah, for sure. You got mm-hmm. it. I like it. Right, right, right. I like it. Well, <laughs> on that topic, find people where, or tell people where they can find your badass Sith character and where they can follow you. I know you said it already, but just remind people. Okay, so on TikTok, if you have TikTok, if you don't, I suggest you get it because you can't follow my main channel otherwise. Um, it's Femren, F-E-M-M-E-R-E-N. It is quite nice, Femren. Um, and the same on Instagram. So, yeah. I will. I, I know that we've been talking on Instagram, but I'll, I tried to open TikTok just now, but then it made noise, so I turned it off. But when we are done here, I will. I will go sign up. I know noises scare us, old people. Ah! Uh, and and the the links, of course, will be in the show notes. So definitely make sure you go follow Chloe and uh, and support the any you know mental health initiatives that you can. Please. Um, you know, if there's there's something in your area, wherever you are. U.S., Canada, U.K., or elsewhere, right. you know, All elsewhere, elsewise. Yeah. Jesus, uh, <laughs> I think I, elsewhere. I've been drinking an energy drink this whole time. I might need another one with elsewise. Oh, uh, yeah, but oh, uh, yeah. you know, support support mental health initiatives. They are underfunded in uh, in most places, and uh, it's something very very important. So, uh, Chloe, we wish you all the best. Thank you for joining us, and we hope Thank you'll come back. Thank you for having me. I've had so much fun. Good. I love chatting. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. awesome. Well, no, we'll definitely have you back. Absolutely <laughs> fantastic. You. All right. Well, uh, I will, Mark, I will take us out simply by saying to everyone listening to my voice, thank you for joining us. It was wonderful. Uh, sharing is caring, and to keep on trucking. May the force be with you. Rex, play us out. <laughs> I still don't know if that got tagged on on YouTube. So I'm going to say Rex play us out like with confidence and it won't get taken down. (laughs) 